This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How's everybody? Oh, thanks for asking. Great, We're doing well. Great, great. Me too. Welcome okay. to the Donna and Steve show. All right. Yeah, it's us. Donna yeah. and Steve. I thought it was a Donna and Steve experience. That's right. Thank you. We like Thank to you, mix Don. it up every now and then. That is Don McLean, by the way. Hey, Don. Joins hey. us for the first hour every day. Uh, you know, for if you're a first-time listener, by the way, welcome. Uh, to the show. We're happy to have you here. Longtime listeners, love you long time. You may have been listening yesterday when right at the end of the show, <laughs> something happened. And um, <laughs> we were we were doing confessions. And uh, in the middle of the confession, we were talking about, well, what's your hack for you find out companies coming over, you got to clean in a jiffy, what do you do? Donna mentioned at the beginning of the show yesterday, teasing ahead, that she puts laundry in the bathtub sometimes, <laughs> close to the shower curtain. Well, later, and Don, I'd really like you to weigh in here before I tell you about the Instagram poll results, okay. which might surprise you, Donna. I, uh, Donna was talking about getting home from the cabin a couple weeks ago, and her brother, brother and sister-in-law were with her. They were putting stuff away. Donna really likes a clean countertop. And she said to them, just casually, hey, by the way, the, uh, the bread is in the microwave. And then she just carried on with the story. So then a couple days later, they're looking for the bread. And they're like, where is the bread? We're trying to make burgers. Where are the buns? What happened? And she's like, I told you, they're, they're in the microwave. They said, reasonably, <laughs> like well-educated individuals, we have looked everywhere in the house. We looked in the car again. We've looked everywhere and never would have thought to look in the microwave. Donna didn't think it was so weird. Then I started talking about bread drawers. Put it in a bread drawer. What are you talking about? Just put it in the bread drawer. Who has a bread drawer anymore? To which she said, who's got a bread drawer? And to which I said, well, it's just a drawer. You don't. It doesn't have to have the clothes top. They sell them in plastic bags now. They're pretty airtight. Just put them in one of your drawers. In your massive kitchen, Donna. Anyway, then we have callers calling in saying, oh, yeah, I put my stuff in the microwave. I started feeling like I was getting gaslighted. Oh, I felt yeah. like I Maybe was they the were crazy ganging one. up against you and just messing with you. Finally, another caller called in and said, Steve, I totally see you. You're not alone. This mm-hmm. is not crazy, which was positive. Mm-hmm. Let me, before I tell you about my Instagram poll results, because I asked this question, Don, yeah. is putting bread in the microwave, and we found out the conversation expanded not to just if you need to quickly hide it because someone's coming in, yeah. but as a reasonable place to store it. Um, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, I think your bread lasts longer if you put it in the fridge. That's where I put it. Mm-hmm. And there's some fridge talk yesterday, too. Okay, but- uh, do you mean like a bread drawer? Do you mean um, like the little square thing on the counter that you can do that. mom used to use? It, it was a container for your bread. We-, we had a drawer that was specifically for bread growing mm-hmm. up okay. that had a little uh, metal thing with ho- air holes in it that you would slide shut. Oh, my. On the top. <laughs> fancy. Very, very fancy. Uh 
Well, I expected like no one to side with Donna. Then people start calling in and people say they were emailing us. I have dogs. People hit me up on Instagram. This is the only way that we keep our bread safe from our dog or from our cats. To which I still keep thinking, what about a drawer? Any drawer. Pick a drawer and put your bread in there. And I was convinced that people were not utilizing their drawers in an organized fashion. Blah, blah, blah. You might have a lot more drawers than the average person. No. I came from a kitchen that had a total of four drawers. We always had bread in a drawer place i don't know anyway okay can i just in my defense say the reason i i normally keep my own bread in the fridge okay like the stuff that i eat you Mm -hmm. know the gluten-free stuff yeah sure yeah but i didn't want to put it in the fridge in case they didn't like their bread refrigerated okay so i put it in the microwave to keep the counter clean okay gotcha the poll which I think some 10,000 people have seen at this point. <laughs> I don't know how many voted, but there, some 10,000 have seen this. Are uh, 74%, the, and the question was just, there was no context. Is it okay? Is it acceptable to store bread in the microwave? Right. 74% said no, but 26% said yes. And then I was getting messages from people saying, yes, store it wherever you like. We do that too. Donna, you've got, we, everybody has their people. They're all out there. We, yeah. You can find yeah. supporters of anything. Well, and I think it depends on what your situation is. If you don't have a lot of space, you have to get creative. Mm-hmm. That's. I, I mean, you should see my top oven. And yes, I said top. Okay. <laughs> Multi-oven situation here. But because the top one doesn't work. Um, I put pots and pans and things in there. I use my microwave way too much. That's how okay. I feel. I feel like I'd be having to take the bread out all the time and Got pots it. and pans and, and every time I, microwave. Every time you took the bread out to heat up a cup of tea or something, yeah. wouldn't you feel like, oh, this should be. It's going to smell like bread. Well, no, that'd be great. Whatever you put in there. I, I just feel like it would be a reminder of, I'm not doing this right. I feel like everyone who called in, no matter if you have a gazillion drawers, multiple ovens, multiple levels, or if you live in an apartment, whatever, I just feel like anyone who says that they're storing their bread in a microwave needs the home edit ladies to come over, mm-hmm. and they would say, no, 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 oh, honey, let me help you. You've, here's how we need to relook at these drawers. I've had friends who store a lot of their cookware in the oven. That's what I was just saying. We heard saying. people saying that yesterday. Did, a lot God, of people. What a pain in the butt. You have to take all that out whenever you bake something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But once again, could be space issues. Right. You know? But then if you forget something in there. Yeah. Like, like Tupperware. You, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And you're so preheating it. I do it. that too. I put like cookie sheets and things like that in the uh-huh. oven. Broiling okay. pan. Pots Broil. and pans. Take advantage of that drawer underneath your oven, guys. I mean, nobody really yeah, yeah. Uh, for my pizza thing in there. Or, yeah, you got to use that yeah. for cookie sheets and yes, queen. Yes, queen. Um, by the way, All went right, to Costco yesterday too, oh. middle of the afternoon. What a I what a journey Costco. that is. Mid afternoon weekday. I didn't have to do Twin Cities Live yesterday. Someone's filling in. It's still crowded. <laughs> no, it ain't nothing like a weekend. Weekends hell on earth at Costco. Yeah, mid afternoon on a weekday is bliss. I casually strolled through mm-hmm. and wanted to buy every single thing that I passed. Mm-hmm. I am a real, I am weak mm-hmm. in Costco. Yeah. Is it food items or is it other things like, oh, look at that recliner. Correct. <laughs> I, I bought my daughter who didn't ask for like this long 
kind of like a snuggy sleeping robe thing. I was like, uh-huh. here, maybe you'll like this. I got two throw blankets. I got throw pillows. Oh my gosh. Um, I and plan wow, on getting none of those. Weak. I just went in to get uh, protein for my muscles, and then I just I was really caught up. I usually make a list. And try not to leave with anything not on the list. That's good. That's a good exercise. Well, I have you a are game. Weak. Okay. That is the, I'm going to be in here for seven minutes. And yeah. then I have to oh. get it. And it's a timed thing. I used to do that. challenge. That's why, that's why I would bring my dog uh-huh, sometimes. Yeah. Because I wouldn't want to leave him in the car. From I, I'll be like, okay, same thing. 12 minutes, you've got to be out of here. <laughs> yeah. I started, I mean, everything looks good there, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Nice Those job, crab Costco. Legs, huh? And then I yeah. told myself, Dan, I was like, you got to get out of here. You, you can't keep doing this. You just got to leave. You got the things you needed. You don't need that Christmas tree. You don't need it. But, <laughs> but I was like, what about upstairs? <laughs> this yeah. mac and cheese what bucket. upstairs? I need a right. tree for upstairs. Yes, that's what we're thinking. <laughs> anyway, I got out of there. Uh, hey, when we come back, we have got a movie edition of things that make you go, huh? I think you can figure this out. NASA shows their trainees a very particular movie that that did pretty well at the box office, too. You think you know what movie NASA would show their trainees? We'll tell you about that and other movie fun facts you don't know just yet. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Woo! Don't forget, coming up at 1130 today, it's the Millennial X Games. Playing for Steve today will be the one and only... Holly Roberts. Oh my Woo! gosh! Well, yeah, she's gonna. She's never done this. She is she nervous? She's she, gonna beat me for sure. I'm okay without a yeah. doubt. Do you know that she was on Who Wants to Be Who a Millionaire? Be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's. Uh, Did she won a cash prize, and yeah. she's also an old soul. You know what I mean? And yeah. she knows everything. She knows and she's, a lot. She's yes. more well read than we. And... <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, so, you're screwed, Donna. Yep. Yeah, um. Pretty much. So. How old is Holly? Twelve. Am I older than Holly? You're about, I bet she's about your age. Huh. Um, yeah, you, Holly she's Grant, younger. I think are all about the same age. No, Holly is way younger. Do, wait, she's th- younger than you think. Oh, is she, yeah. Okay, we got to figure this out. I, I guess no. Maybe she it's just none knows of our so business. Much. No age. I'm trying to. I'm going to run for president someday. And it's going to be everyone say you have to wear your age on your shirt. Okay. And you can run for president when you're 35? When you're 35. So I, I don't do think right Holly now. can run for president right oh, now. Okay. No but okay. Could she be the president in a few years? Yes. Do you think that you're pretty right on this, Dawn? Do you feel that you're confident on this? I remember when I started here, she was in her 20s. Oh, really? which was five years ago. I don't oh remember my that. Gosh. Okay, well, maybe I'm completely wrong. <laughs> maybe she's just so beautiful that I thought she was like 23. That could be. Either way, I think we're all annoyed Fans by of her. Holly. Oh, whoops. Oh, because she's we're too jealous, smart. She's too young. She's, she's Yeah, she's oh, all these things. I'm not yeah. jealous. I love her. Whatever, John. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be jealous. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, me too. Okay, Katie Couric. Hey! <laughs> Wait, hold that thought for a minute. Okay. We'll let Steve get to some fun facts, and I want to know more about Katie Couric. Okay. Yeah, you want me to tell you? Not Did yet. you read the book? Now we'll let Steve get his fun facts off yeah. his chest. Well, I got a lot. Bated breath. And then... My gosh. Because I didn't see her on the Today Show because she was on the Today mm-hmm. Show, right? Yes. Yeah. She said she has no relationship with Matt Lauer. That was good for her to say. Yep. Yeah. Indeed. 
NASA shows this film during their management training program. New managers are given the task of trying to spot as many errors as possible. Mm. At least 168 have been found Name the movie. Well, it's not going to be something obvious like Apollo 13. It was a 2001 A Space Odyssey. Oh, I like that. It's neither of those, but Star I would... Star Trek. No, but it's in... You're in the right Star corner Wars. of the store. Not Star Wars. Guardians of the Galaxy. Not that. Now, again, <laughs> let me let me tell you... Let me remind you of this. They, they show it to their management trainees oh, management. to have them spot how many errors there are in the movie. Yeah, are they space oh. errors? Things that are... I think these would be com- they're just like uh, like space shuttle errors and oh, things like that. Okay, um, yeah, not galaxy errors, but you know, if you were NASA, <laughs> Star Wars. She went back to Star Wars again. Tried it <laughs> I again said after Star I, Trek the first um, time. I think you said both. Uh, I don't you, care. You said no. Apollo thirteen though, right? Uh, is right. that? It, I'm it a hero. I'm a hero. That's an Aerosmith song. Yes, it is. And it is. Um, it is. Come on. Yes, it's in that movie. It's in that movie. It's about space. Yes. And going to space. Oh, God. I miss you. Is miss. it about... Um, in Hawaii, and there's a uh, Donna's headphones are off. She's now humming it. I don't want to, don't want to miss a thing. I think uh, here's another hint for you, though. This song is not in it. <laughs> it's it's the hint. end of the world as we know it. Oh, it's another musical hint. That song is not in this movie. Okay, okay so that's an REM song. Uh, it's the end of the world. World, world's end, end. World, of the world, world of the world, war of the world. Wow, that's a really bad war, <laughs> like the war to end all wars. Some um, people would call that situation ba 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 ba. Oh, I just love this game. <laughs> people are chewing their paradox. steering wheels right now. Not the Cloverfield paradox. <laughs> well, you said ba 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 ba. Uh, was Tom Cruise in the movie? Starts with an A. Oh, Armageddon. There we go. Oh. I never saw it. Don't even know what that's about. Is Will Smith in that? No, he's not in it. Just because he was in Men in Black. I don't. I never saw that either. Movie. I don't know. I didn't even you know that was a space You should watch movie. that. Donna. What? Oh, well, that's so good. You should watch the first Men in Black. Yeah. It's really fun. And then imagine yourself. I was just thinking about Men in Black this morning, oddly enough. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I think it came out in 1996. I think it's 25 years old this year. And it is such a fun summer blockbuster. Okay. What if it came out in 94? 
Or 95. Did it come out in 95? And Independence Day came out in 96. Oh, forgot about that one, too. I haven't seen that. That's another alien movie. Yeah. Um, so maybe you're onto something with Will Smith. Armageddon, Ben Affleck was in that. Oh, yes. Uh, Steven Tyler's daughter. Yes. Liv. Liv. Liv Tyler. See, I knew there was a love interest connection between like Matt Damon or Ben Affleck and Steven Tyler's daughter, but I just couldn't put my brain in motion. All right, let's stay spacey for... Oh, geez. You know what? Forget it. No, 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 no. no. Finish, finish. Do you want the Katie Kirk thing? No, we'll, we'll do Katie Kirk after that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's stay spacey for one more <laughs> trivia question. Movie fun fact: Chris Pratt apparently stole his Star Lord costume from the set of Guardians of the Galaxy for oh. the sole purpose of what? Reselling it. Wearing <laughs> mm, it on Halloween. Cash. You're closer, Don. A Christmas party. Chris Pratt stole his Star Lord costume from the set of Guardians of the Galaxy for the sole purpose of having it available. So he could show up in costume to visit the sick hospitals. children in the hospital okay. who might want to meet Star-Lord. That's sweet. Oh, boy. See, I just, you know, that's, that's nice of him. It really is. Are you upset You're that he stole it? You're stealing from the costume it? designer. You're not stealing from the set because the costume designer owns all of those costumes. I don't believe he stole it. I, I think believe he took it and They should permission. have the option to buy their costumes. That's a good, because that's a nice way to do it, Because stealing things, you know? Wow. I wanted to tell you to zip it at the beginning, Don, because I felt like you were being too much of a prude wow, in this regard. But then you kind of won me over. Yeah, is here. Mm, yeah. Well. <laughs> you're part of the guild, the costume guild. No, I'm a part of the writers' guild. Though. All right, don't mm. guild drop us. <laughs> she just guild dropped. Can't do that. Okay. Uh, also, that that scene in Django Unchained. We've talked about this before. When Leonardo DiCaprio slams his fist down at the table and then his hand starts to bleed. That was an accident. He accidentally broke a glass, continued with the scene. At the end of the scene, everybody gave him a standing O, and Tarantino, so impressed, he said, that's the one I'm going to keep. Wow. Leonardo, man, he's a great actor. He is. He really is. I agree. Uh, When we come back, Katie Couric talk. What Don learned about her, she's going to share it with us next. (laughs) Hey, good morning. Welcome back to the show. Good idea. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Katie Couric's got a new book out. It's going to be our new uh, read along. No, (laughs) no, no. It'll be an easy read. No, we can't do this. I I care about you too much to do another read along. Okay, fine. Um, But boy, she is just spilling the tea. Was she on the Today Show this morning? Yesterday. Yesterday. You know, and I said I didn't see it, but I did. Uh, hear Grant listening to some of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he had a problem with something that she said, and I went, I kind of agree with her, though, in this business. Um, what did he have beef with? Because I'm reading that it was, was an awkward interview. She was saying mm-hmm. that she had heard rumors, you know, that she had heard things about Matt Lauer and maybe some unsavory things, but she said, you know, it was... Also, a different time, if, I, if I'm remembering this correctly, in the, in the industry where you just kind of kept your head down, you minded your own business, basically is what I got from it. Because you get involved and the next thing you know, you're on the unemployment line, you know? That's mm-hmm. not what she said, but that's what... It was implied, yeah. Yeah, I... I mm, there was a lot of this kind of stuff going on in the yeah. industry it's nothing new i bet you saw a lot of stuff like in like 90s 
90s radio, I bet. 80s was even worse. 80s radio, sure. That was... uh, Yeah, people, you know, just behaving in ways that is just absolutely not acceptable. But people just kind of just went along with it and were just like, ugh, get off me. You know, get away from me. Right. And you just keep on going. You know, and I think even though, you know, of all like the stuff from that, that came out in the Me Too movement and raised awareness for everybody... I think that it's important to be, um, to Grant's point, I didn't hear Grant talk about this, but I think it's easy for us to say, looking back, to your point, Donna, oh my gosh, we should have absolutely just said something there, which is true. Like, like you, if you see something bad, you should say it. But we also are saying that from a position now where it's safe to say things exactly. and there isn't professional recourse is, yes because there absolutely was and they're cracking yeah. down on that now and back then it was like listen you if not you talk about that guy yeah, yeah. and yeah. if you want to work in if you don't like it go find a different career sure that that was basically the and attitude it would be a different career because you wouldn't be hired anywhere else no because word of mouth would be yep. like she's a troublemaker yeah yep. yeah which yeah and so she's it, gonna sue the company and she's a liability and blah 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 so, and people today who grew up never knowing that don't understand that point of view. Sure. It's and always, it's always been wrong. I don't, I want to be clear about that. But it's also easy and it's easier, but, and by the way, again, um, like I, I hear, I think I hear hearing your version of what Grant was talking about. I hear the heart of that, which is like, you know, we need to stand up and there's got to be justice and we got to say stuff and all that. But I think we have the privilege of a living right now, working in the workplace right now. When if you say something, you're going to be heard, you're going to be seen, you're going to be protected. But also, um, you know, Grant and I and other men, we view it from the perspective of men, where if we told on somebody, there's probably less recourse than there would have been for women in the past. I don't have evidence to back that up, but that's just my guess because generally men have gotten a much more fair shake or unfair, depending on how you look at right. it. We've gotten these advantages um, that women haven't necessarily gotten. Dawn has a, a clip of okay. Katie's interview. All right. Um, I would also like to say before I get to that, that, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you're also saying in that statement that you suffered. Right. And I exactly. did suffer as well. Absolutely. And so to negate that and say that's just wrong, it's like, well, you know what? I had to deal with that. So and, that's my truth. Right. And and it's I don't think people completely understand like the the anxiety that you feel when you have to walk into, let's say, a production studio where there's one man, right? Mm-hmm. Who has been kind of harassing you. But you have to go in there and get something, right, mm-hmm. that you need. Right. And that tension, that anxiety is is just debilitating almost because yeah. you're like, oh, God, I want to go to work today, but I don't want him to be creeping to on me. This. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Mm-hmm. OK, here's Katie. Well, let's talk about your Savannah. today. Show you here 15 years. Yeah. Nine of them. Your partner was Matt Lauer. You talk about the book wrestling with trying to come to terms with the accusations against him. What did you ultimately conclude? Um, you know, that was really, really hard. And it took me a long time to process what was going on because the side of Matt I knew was the side of Matt I think you all knew. He was kind and generous and considerate, uh, a good colleague. And, you know, as I got more information and learned what was going on behind the scenes, it was really upsetting and disturbing. And, 
I think I, and, and then I did some of my own reporting. I talked to people. I really tried to excavate what had been going on. And, you know, it was, it was really devastating, but also disgusting. And, uh, you know, I think what I realized is there was a side of Matt I never really knew. And I tried to understand why he behaved the way he did and why he was so reckless and callous and honestly abusive to other women. Were there things that you, in the course of writing this book, you looked back on stories or memories that you came to see in a different light? Well, you know, there's always gossip and television news. And I think there was gossip here and there about certain people. And, you know, I think it was a very permissive environment in the 90s. And I think permissive environments often result in, in serious transgressions. And, uh, you know, I think back then it was sort of like you felt like it was none of your business mm -hmm. and nobody ever came to me to talk to me about it. And I think our notion of what a consensual relationship has changed dramatically and you have to consider the power dynamics. I'm sure you've learned a lot about this, too. You talked about um, after mm -hmm. his firing, um, whether to grappling with whether to continue that friendship and you even include your actual text messages that you had with yeah. Matt, you kept them. Ooh. Where wow. does that relationship stand now? We have no relationship. You know, I think I used those text messages because I thought they were very illustrative of how our relationship devolved and ultimately deteriorated. Wow. Um, so, so I thought that was a powerful way to kind of really let the reader in to my thought process and as I got more and more information how it was harder and harder for me to reconcile these two sides. Mm, wow is that is that permissible like to share mm. private you know written conversations I don't know I'm not a uh Despite the vibe I put out, I'm not a legal expert. <laughs> Damn. But you know what I was thinking? I, I, I was thinking that same thought as you as you said that. I thought, oh, man, I wonder how other people who have texted her felt like, hey, are my texts safe? Or if something oh. happens, is this out? But, you know, I think back to I read that book about Bob Iger, the head of ABC and Disney mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, he recounted a lot of conversations, but they weren't from text message. So it seemed more permissible i suppose mm. or appropriate or okay within a memoir whereas yeah there was something about her saying the text message felt a little um more of a breach of trust yes even if it's against the guy who yes. did crappy things that you don't like i mean she could have said we exchanged text messages blah 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 but to actually include them verbatim wow well she did get a lot of heat if you remember, like people were hounding her after all of this, like, what do yeah. you have to say? What do you have to say? Sure. Did sure. you know about it? You know, and I think that maybe she's just trying to clear her name and say, I looked into it and then I just made my own decision. Right. right. This book out yesterday? Did it come out yesterday? Uh, I think it did. Let me look this up here. Look it up. Yeah. yeah. If it did, did it? we're all buying it. Yeah, we might yeah, be for sure. sold out. Uh, let's see here. The book, stand by. Okay. Whistle, I, I don't know can. why I thought it was coming out in November. Next week. Next week. Go, it's called yeah. Going There, right? Uh, it is called Going There. Yes, Going There. pre-order. Uh, the 26th. 26th. Yep. All right. So okay. we're, we're a week, uh, six days out from right now. 1943 hardcover.
paperback available for $18.99, but if you pay 44 more cents, they'll give you a hardcover. What? A paperback is $18.99? Yeah. Come on, Katie. Oh, like it's her that decides the prices. <laughs> Set it at $18.99, not a penny less. Oh, you know, man. I uh, so when I was in Costco yesterday wanting to buy everything, I stopped at the book section. I was looking for a particular book that was recently written about the, uh, the New England Patriots, and it's called It's Better to Be Feared, and it's about the Tom Brady-Bill Belichick relationship. So I wanted to read it. Okay. Wasn't available. So then I start perusing some other books. Have you heard about the Ron Howard book? With no. his brother? With his brother. Yeah, yep. Um, I, hadn't, I didn't even know that this was out there. And then so I came, I mean, I was a sliver away from buying this book. Not even sure why I didn't. Because you turn it over on the back. It's called The Boys, a memoir of Hollywood and family. And when I turned it over, you've got blurbs from like Tom Hanks from Steve Martin on the back of the book, you know, talking about how wonderful of a story it is. And I think it just came out a couple of weeks ago, actually. I think it was uh, maybe it's only been out for a week. And uh, it's just all about his rise to fame, going back to the Andy Griffith show. But also Tom Hanks said on the back of the book that not only do you get to partake in this really fun ride on someone's journey in Hollywood, but you also find out how Ron Ron Howard is just one of the greatest parents in the world. People love Ron Howard, uh, you know, and think his brother is always in all of his movies. Yes, right. And then now his daughter is um, an actress and director, I believe. Oh my gosh. Um, yes. You know who she is, right? Bryce Steve? Dallas. Howard. Yes. yes, yes, she's great. Yeah. It's just interesting. Is Clint the one that's in all the other yeah. movies? That's in all of his movies. Okay. Yep. Yeah, it's like a cameo in every Ron Howard. Uh, movie, he does, which is really cool. That's really sweet. So anyway, that book is out now too. If you're looking for a uh, sort of a entertainment genre book, also Jamie Fox has a new book out that I saw because I went to Target afterward after Costco. What? I had to pick up. I don't mean hashtag warrior. I'm on a uh, prescribed mm. dose. I'm not sober right now. I'm on a prescribed dose of amoxicillin, and I got a little sinus infection, and so I'm going to beat it. I'm going to oh, beat God. it. That's so I went painful. To, I went to pick up my uh, my prescription, and then I went to the book section there, and I saw this Jamie Foxx book, and I was interested in that. And I just thought, good golly, Miss Molly, there are so many great books. There was a full end cap. I almost took a picture and sent it to you both. Full end cap display of Stephen King books. Billy Summers was there. Mm-hmm. It was there. A bunch of other weird Stephen King books were there. And I was just going to send you a picture, like, want to read them on there? I like how you say... There's a lot of great books out there before you've read them. Maybe they suck. Oh. You know, that's the optimist in me. A lot of great looking books. One of my favorite things to do is to peruse (laughs) a bookstore. Oh, Lord. I just love it. Love it. Oh, gosh. Well, they're going away soon. Donna. Don't. Come on. Okay. We got to go. Fine. When Uh, we come back. Um. I got a bunch of things for you. Uh, a triple dip. A former Survivor <laughs> contestant who, like, survived Survivor. Mm-hmm. Wow, pretty intense. Hashtag warrior. Had a more, much more dangerous situation running a Pilates class in Santa Monica. I'll explain oh. what happened. Oh, no. Also, Sour Patch Kids, like them. Popcorn, like them. Together, hmm, I'll tell you how it's not just the flavor. I'll explain what's happening. Also, 
you might not be able to get pizzas delivered anymore. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I don't mean to be a doomsday guy, but you might not be able to. I'll explain. See something, say something is next on Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Producer Don McLean hanging for one more segment. Yeah! Let us not waste any more time. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. All right. Hey, everyone. Ready. All right, here it comes, you guys. All right. All right. Open wide. Okay. Well. All right. <laughs> I have TMJ. I can't really. Uh, oh my yeah. gosh! Mm, You've never sure. mentioned this. I mean, you it, with your TMJ, me with my bunion. Donna, what's wrong with you? I'm pigeon toed. (laughs) (laughs) If you've just joined the show for the first time, as Steve said at the beginning of this broadcast, welcome. Welcome. Is that politically incorrect to say pigeon toed? I don't think so because according to Demi Lovato, it probably is. She's like, you know, let's not call them pigeons anymore. They've been through so much. They have to fly everywhere. You anyway. Uh, let's see here. So I've never really watched Survivor, but I saw this headline this morning. I thought, oh goodness gracious! So there's a contestant. Her name is Michelle Yee, and she was in Survivor Fiji. This okay. was in 2006. Oh yeah, I know. I know who you're talking about. You do know who I'm talking oh, about. Oh yeah, I was a hardcore Survivor fan for many years. Mm. Okay. Um, so anyway, she now owns a like a Pilates studio mm-hmm. um, in Santa Monica, California, and she was. This is this is tough, but I'll just say it. But, but I think she's doing okay. Um, she was stabbed and then <gasps> beaten with a metal baton by a homeless woman last Thursday. Holy smokes! I know this is generally not my bag of like news to bring to you guys, but here's what authorities said. This on the uh, New York Post today that there was an alleged perpetrator who had attacked two others before. She attacked Yi, and she appeared to be off her medication. That's what they think. Mm-hmm. So uh, Yi, who's now 37, by the way, arrived at the Pilates studio where she was teaching a class shortly before 6 a.m., but as her students started to arrive, she noticed a disheveled woman heading toward the door. She was yelling all sorts of things like, you stole my identity and you're a prostitute. This is what Yi told uh, People Magazine. Santa Monica has a homeless problem. Uh, and I've dealt with this type of thing before, she said. So I told her, ma'am, you can't be here. You need to leave. Uh, which at that point, the woman just did not budge, but rather lunged at her with a knife in one hand Whoa. and a metal baton in the other. Uh-oh. And she said, she stabbed me in the left bicep. And then she hit me on the right hand with the baton. My Apple watch shattered. Oh, my goodness. And then uh, the baton also struck her in the head, splitting her face open up near her eye. She said blood was everywhere, oh and it's 6 a.m., oh. and you're trying to do Pilates. Well, you're, 
That ruins your vibe. Class is canceled. I think she's doing um, doing okay. She took some pictures of herself in the hospital. She says, I can't say why she attacked me, of all people, um, but she had also attacked other people that morning, um, including like a guy who was just out walking his dog. Dang. Just really, really crazy. So anyway, that's your bad news story of the day. Oh. Thank you. Just so, and I'm glad, and I share it because she's okay. She's you know she is she's on the mend. Obviously startled and but she's she's on the mend. Thank you. I wonder how the homeless woman is doing. I don't even know if they apprehended her. Okay. So I don't know if they did. I don't know if she's uh, if she's back on the medication that she needs to be on. If she's yeah. likely under arrest and at a facility. Uh, if the cops did talk with her, but. Anyway, that's the bad news story. Just so that people don't say all he ever shares is sunshine and rainbows. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sure, okay. Get this down as a negative day. story for Steve. Yeah. Update the public file. <laughs> all right. Now I've got more. Okay. Donna, you and I have a similar taste buds in a lot of ways. Like candy. Like candy. We love all the same sorts of candy. There is an area that we don't really see eye to eye on. And this is in the world of flavored popcorn. I'm the minority here. So many people love flavored popcorn. Mm-hmm. We love doing broadcast out at Popcorn in Minnetonka. In Minnetonka. Shout out to them. Hi, I'm Sue. A, what up, Sue? I'm a kettle corn guy there. You'll eat any tin that they bring over. You're like, yes, I like it. Yes, I like it. You I know it's for like presents. baked potato, uh, oh, sour cream yeah, and chocolate. Dill pickle. Dill. Oh, dill pickle oh, is my, my favorite. favorite. Oh, well, Don and I are so much alike. You're my sister from another mystic. Oh, thank you. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just saying at the beginning of the story, I am the minority here. I know that people in their right mind really enjoy flavored popcorn. But do you dig this? Sour Patch Kids popcorn is a thing that exists. I would try it. All right, so let me explain, though, because it might not be what you're thinking. It's not just the flavor. Walmart is getting this first, by the way. You'll eventually be able to buy it at other stores. It's made by a brand called Candy Pop, which already makes versions that taste like Chips Ahoy, M&M's, Oreos, Twix, Snickers, Butterfingers. The main difference here is that this is gummy candy, which means they're not just infusing the popcorn so it tastes like Sour Patch Kids. It's actually got little pieces of gummy candy stuck, Uh. (laughs) actual children that are stuck to every kernel. It's also uh, sprinkled with sour sugar. Oh, see wow. now. That's yeah, a no. lot to take in. Yeah, no likey. I don't want to have a Sour Patch Kid and something salty. I know the sweet and salty thing is an interesting thing, but sweet, sour, and salty? Mm. <laughs> Sounds like something maybe junior high kids would like. Because their brains aren't fully developed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. And finally this. Donna? Yes, Steve. You know when you order pizza once a decade or when company's in town? <laughs> yeah. I'm not telling any stories, right? Yeah. No. Maybe, just maybe, the supply chain problem that we've been hearing so much about could be coming for our pizzas. An article out by Bloomberg Opinion yesterday saying demand may not be the problem here of everybody trying to get one, but instead what they call a dearth of delivery drivers amid a national shortage of workers Last month, uh, for the first time, Domino's Pizza posted its first decline in same-store sales in more than a decade, which means generally it's just like business is booming. If you're selling people pizza, they want it, but they're having trouble getting delivery drivers hired, 
which means people are going on the app or the website or calling, and then they say, I'd like to order a pizza, and then maybe Domino says, wonderful, we can get it to you in an hour and 45 minutes, Whoa. and that ain't any good, and yet here again, another industry where we're struggling to get willing workers. We just mentioned yesterday, Amazon's got a shortage. They're offering $3,000 uh, sign-up bonuses. They're doing all sorts of stuff. Dawn but... had the worst news this morning. I think it was you. Yes. What? I was just going to mention this. Ah! Go ahead. There's a wine shortage. It's oh, going to no. be and around it's... Christmas time. And it's oh. not because of the grapes. It's because of the labeling, right? You yeah. said the adhesive for the label and the bottles. So if you need wine, get a case now. If you know your family's a bunch of lushes when it comes to wine around the holidays, <laughs> buy two cases. Okay. <laughs> How wow. long are they staying? Get these to the liquor store. Oh, that's just a couple of days. Yeah. Oh, man. What a journey. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, we got some new music. I'm digging it so far. You are? You hear this? Oh, this. This is new wrap-up music oh, that we yeah. got. Me like it. All right. That song. Yeah. Uh, we do have music news when we come back. Remember Anya Taylor Joy? Yeah. Yes. Yes. She's got a song out. <gasps> oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Stick around for that.